the league office. Who is it? Hey, this is uh, Andrew. Is Josh there? Yeah, your commissioner is speaking. Hey, it's me. Noodle Dogs. <laughs> oh, Noodle Dogs. How are you? Yeah, I haven't talked I'm, to you in a while. I know. I'm good. How are you? Just hanging in there, just doing Delta League work, you know? Okay. Well, hey, I I figured I was thinking about you because we haven't had a podcast in a while. And I was just calling you to see, like, you think we should have one or no? We got a lot of stuff to cover. We got a lot of stuff to cover. But playoffs are coming up. I mean, Connor almost, like, had a vasectomy. Do you think it's <laughs> worth it for us to come back for it? I think it's worth it. I think so, too. Do you Do you think that... We need an intro for this episode or no? Because we have so much stuff going on. We need an intro and we need a big, hard hitting intro. Delta! <laughs> Walton can tip it. Bryant with the save. Oh, you gotta get a shot here. Final seconds. Bryant for the win. Bang! Back on the floor of the pitch. Golden gave up the dribble. Kobe, the long three. Yes! The best finisher in the game has just done it again. 102-100. I said, Kobe, there's no I in team. And Kobe said, I know, but there's an in me in that motherfucker. Delta! Welcome back! We back, baby! It's good to be back with your favorite... 12-team, head-to-head, eight-category fantasy basketball league. That's right, baby. Ladies and, and gents. We are back. We're back. And it couldn't be any sweeter. It feels so good to be back. And right at the best time of the year, too. Do you smell that? What is that smell? Playoffs are right around the That's corner. That's right, baby. <laughs> yeah. We found the time. We are back. We're back. And we are back. Better than ever because we got a jam-packed episode. Jam-packed episode. So hang in there with week us. 18. Week We're 18. We're right now. It's week 18. Can you and believe that though? We're week 18. Can't. And there's 21 weeks in the uh, in the season, so we're we're almost there. We're almost there, is right. Almost there. So, what Let's, do you want to what do you want to dive into yeah, first? I, there's so much to get into. So much time has passed since our last podcast. That's Actually, right. uh, the last one we did was week eight. Ten weeks ago. Wow. Ten, well, eleven if you count the all. You know, like yeah, 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 yeah. Like like real life weeks. Yeah, that's fantasy true. weeks. It's a little different, but yeah. So let's go back to week eight. Okay. Take a look at the power rankings from week eight, the standings, and then we're gonna look at week eighteen right now and see how the tables have turned, how the tides have shifted, how the powers have changed. <laughs> So why don't I'll do the week eight? Yeah, okay, that's fine. You yeah, do okay. the week eighteen. All right, take it away. We'll, let's do we'll it. Take it one at a time. So let's do it. Uh, Wait, but before you start, think of Harry Edwards right now. You know he's just grinning right now from ear to ear. We didn't say anything about the podcast. Nothing. He gets the little the little ding on his phone. Yeah, you know Delta he's subscribed. Back. Yeah, he he's, might take yeah. off work tomorrow. He's like, oi, it's back. <laughs> That's exactly how he sounds. Yes. Holy, I had my eyes closed for the, for a second. I know you can't see me, but I had my eyes closed. And then Andrew just said, oh, he's back. And it literally <laughs> sounded like him. Like, 
I think his dad's from Australia, so that's go. probably what it is. <laughs> Always actually a very common <laughs> phrase, I feel like, you know, so anyone could say it. Anyone but... <laughs> could say it. It's illegal for everyone to yeah, say. Yeah, 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 for sure. No. Anyways, continue. Sorry, go ahead. Yes, here we go. Looking back at week eight power rankings. Week eight. In the number one slot, or should I do 12? Let's go bottom up because bottom I, up. I think – I think it will. I think it will surprise people at the top of the standings because honestly, it's a little different. A little different than it is right now. It is a little different than it is right now. Here's what it is in the twelfth position. Except for this spot. (laughs) In the twelfth position, (laughs) in week eight, Team Chewy. Team Chewy. In the eleventh position, Boonville Cheek Spreaders. Boonville. Tenth position, Team Carnish. In the nine position, Niddle Dogs. The ninth? Ninth position. Wow. That's in week eight, though. Wow. And I listened to that episode, and I said, temporary stay. Temporary, temporary stay? You stay. said that a lot. Yeah, and I, and, I, <laughs> and I liked it, though. I liked it, though. You were confident. <laughs> right? But we'll get into that. In the eighth position, Team Edwards. Seventh position, Lil Bona. Which what's his name now? I don't even know what his team name is now. It was like Le- Jababian. Yeah, it was it was something about my dad. Then he changed yeah. it. Just little Bona. Come on. Didn't he do like lick a on my ham hock for a bit? <laughs> Wasn't it like <laughs> licking, I don't know. Or was it licking it on my toes or I don't it was uh, something like that. I don't know what it was. I don't know. Something Sorry, hit my yeah. ham hock in your face. I don't know what it was. That sounds like him. <laughs> <laughs> what a ridiculous guy! But we love him nonetheless. In the sixth position, beat insert name, beat peen, beat cheeks. You name beat it. Off right? beat off dicks. Beat off dicks. That was hands down the best thing of the year, right there. One of my favorite things of the year, I think. No doubt. I want to make him a shirt that says "Beat Off <laughs> and thank you for Carnage for doing that. Thank yes, you, Carnage, for yes, doing yes. that. Um, number five position, Peen Team. Yeah, Peen. In the fourth position, Pans to make her dance. Yeah. In the three position, Team Genzing, the number one team in Week Eight with Team, team in, in their its name. name. Yeah, we'll get to how that's changed in a hot second. And the number two position, hee-haw horses. Mm-hmm. And in the number one slot in week eight, week eight, Winterfell Starks. Winterfell Starks. Brett Amiot. How how the mighty have fallen. So we've kind of, you know, given a little hints. Yeah, little hints. <laughs> little hints. <laughs> I mean, if you got a computer, you've probably looked up the standings anyways. But I mean well, some of us haven't. Yeah, we know some, that. yeah for sure. Yeah. So <laughs> so so you know, fast forward a little bit to week eight. 18. Here's the power rank. Should I go bottom up again? Go bottom up. Yeah, I like, give it I like to bottom him. up. Give it to him. All right. Week tw- <laughs> or not week. Team 12 in week 18. Boonville cheek spreaders. Now that's a negative move for him. It is. He went down. He went down. He went one. down, yes. Um Team Chewy, spot eleven. Went up one. He went up one. That's a big change for went him. Went up one, yes. Nice change for him. Good um, job, Chewy. We'll take it, right, Chewy? Yeah. Team 10, I'm sorry, I keep saying that. Spot 10, beat 
I'm just gonna beat off dicks. <laughs> beat, beat, <laughs> beat off dicks. Uh, spot ten. That was a drop of four. Negative four. Draw, spots. Drop of four. Yeah. Wow. Um, injuries. The injury bug has hit everybody. For a lot of teams. A lot of teams. Number nine. Team Carnish went up one. Went up one. Nice. Um, number eight. And this is the biggest drop from week eight to week eighteen. Team Genzink no longer the number one team. With the name team in its name. Wow. He's actually the wow. number three team with team in its name, which no one gives awards for that. <laughs> you know? So I don't know. He's gotta step it up. Hey, if you do remember at the beginning of the year, what did I say about He team wasn't Kenton? tested. He wasn't tested. Now, now uh, his his team, team also has gotten a big from the injuries. That's true. But That's you're true. right. You're right. Um T, uh spot seven, Lobona. Actually, he stayed the same from stayed week same. from week eight. The consistency. Yep. Spot six, he all horses went down four. Yeah. Probably uh, courtesy of the noodle with a, a big one and seven loss last week to the noodle. <laughs> uh, number five, T, uh, Winterfell Starks down four spots too from the number one spot. That's big. Um, That's a big change. To right be there. fair, he held the number one spot for quite a while when he the did. year first He's started. Done well, yeah, and a newcomer in the league. Yes. Yeah, and he's That's held his thing. own for yes. sure. For exactly. sure. Um, number four, Team Edwards jumped up four spots. Wow. We knew it was going to happen. Well, that's We the knew thing. it was going to happen. Team I mean, Edwards makes moves, he takes risks, and he's a two time yes. champ. Two time champ. Like, you can't hold him, you can only contain him. Only wish to contain him. <laughs> you know? Hold him down. Did I say hold him? I mean, hold him down. <laughs> you could hold him if you wanted to. You'd hold him all night. Anyways, uh, spot three, Noodle Dogs up six. Wait, 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 wait. Did up I read six. that? Did I read that right? Yes. Noodle Dogs Noodle are in a dogs. three position? Yes, up six. Wow. It's, I mean, I had to put on my bifocals to make sure that I was reading that right. Because that's a big jump. That is a big jump. It's a big jump for your boy. Wow. Um, spot two, pans up two, which is good because you were you were four last time. So up two. Thank you. Yeah, and number one, on increase. go ahead. Sorry. No, I've been on the increase, you yeah. know, and I had a little bit of a, a slop here and there with Kemba and different guys. We'll get yeah. into that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, had, I hit the injury bug, not yeah, as I, bad as others. I am surprised you held on to Luca as long as you have. He's He was out for almost a week. Yes. I would have dropped him. <laughs> You're nuts. <laughs> but uh, the number one team. Yeah, with the name team in its name, now belongs to Peen Team. None other than Caleb Alvarez. Yep, number one spot. Number one spot. Now, it's interesting to note that the two and the the two, three and four spots, Pans, Noodle, and Team Edwards, are two wins apart from each other. Yeah, two wins as far as categorically goes, which is tight. It is tight. The player race is still very tight, everybody, and we got a lot of bubble teams this year. Top six teams make the playoff playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, you got Hee Haw at the number six spot with 69 wins. Mm-hmm. Sorry, 72 wins. That would have been too poetic if he had 69 wins. <laughs> uh, Hee Haw horses, 72 wins. And the seventh place is 69. Eighth place is 69. So you got two teams on the heels of the of the last spot in the playoffs. Yes. That is exciting, my friends. Very exciting. Very exciting. So right now, if it were to end, Peen Team would gain the bye. Yeah, he'd have the first round bye. He'd have a first round bye. Pants to make her dance would have a first round bye. Yep. Noodle Dogs would play the horses, 
Which been there, done that. Been there, done that. <laughs> Noodle would take the three slot. Yeah. Horses would take the six slot, and the final slot. Here's the thing: horses just took a huge dong to the grill <laughs> last week. <laughs> He took a Chicago dog <laughs> to the grill. A wet noodle. A wet right noodle. Right to the face. Right to the face. Black eye, like someone farted on your pillow. Yes. Conjunctivitis. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Two-week recovery. <laughs> and in the other matchup, the 4-5 matchup, the number four slot would be Team Edwards. Yep. The number five slot would be Winterfell Starks. Winner of that matchup would play the number one peen team. Winner of the horse's dogs would play Pans and Maker Dance, which... There could be nothing better than that right there for me. That's what I want in my <laughs> life is to play one of those Hunyaks in the second round of the playoffs. To Easy. All oh over my them. gosh. Easy. Oh my gosh. You can only see what I just did. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on, though. There's a lot going on. Um, and we'll get into the final four weeks of the year soon because some guys have a harder schedule than others. And so there could be a lot of leapfrogging and jumping around, but um, there's still a lot of free space, a lot of open space for teams to make that that top six playoff. So sure. don't stop hustling. Keep going. Keep on going, guys, because this could be it. This could be your year. I, Cranges could be choosing you. Here's the thing. Team Carnish, Genzing, and Little Bona – are all there? They're like all they're all there. there. Wait, Team Carnish? Oh yeah, I guess so. He's only he's only like eight games out. Really, he could do it if he wanted to. A few eight and zero, oh, a few seven and one, six and twos. Exactly. Boom, boom, boom. If he wanted to, he could do it. I think he wants to. He's shown himself to do it, you know, before. But anyway, anyways, I yes. Um, I did find something interesting on the the um. In the league, and you can actually sort by moves, by moves made. Oh. So like wire, like wire pickups and drops and that kind of stuff. Okay, so we just sorted it, and I just think it's interesting. I, w- I want to just there's no correlation. I don't think I just want to say who's been more active, who's been less active, and kind of where does that sit us? Is that all right? Yeah, let's do it, dude. So actually, the the uh, the number one team with the most moves and the last place team are separated by ninety three moves. 93 shit. waiver wire Holy moves. Shit. Now, this is interesting because we had that argument a few weeks ago about the wire pickups, right? And so this is interesting to see, hey, do like does more pickups actually benefit the matchups or not, mm. right? Mm. I'm not saying it does or it doesn't. I'm just saying I, this may be a little inside view into what that answer is. So the number one team with the most moves was beat, beat uh, insert team name, with 97 moves. Are, 97 moves. Are we surprised there? Honestly, when I look at the league transactions, I feel like I rarely see him making moves, which is weird why it's been like, why he's like the number one spot. Sure. You know? Sure, sure, sure. So that's, that was a shock to me when I saw it. Um, 97 move. And not only that, he's number one, but he's number one by almost 20 moves, 21 moves from the second place team, which is Boonville, Cheeksbury with 76 moves. And that's no surprise to me, though, because now, he had a lot of injuries. He did, but Boonville currently sits at number twelve in the league. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. and then, and then, you know, Chris ninety-seven moves is right now the tenth in the league. 
Yeah. Then we get to Team Edwards with 70 moves, when the, who's top five. Noodle Dogs with 60 moves in the top five. Peen Team, 46 moves, who was the most vocal about the wire decision. And he's number one. So it's like, Peen, check yourself. Do you even need all those pickups? You know? That's a good call. That's a good call. Then Only we got Winterfell Starks, 45 moves. Lobona, 44 See, okay, moves. Okay, hold on. Yeah. I thought Winterfell would be a little bit more. He came out hot and heavy this year. Yeah, I mean, like we had talked, we had we were goofing with him, like half his team were, were wire pickups. And let me check that really quickly. So one, two, three, four, five, six of the guys on his current roster are wire pickups. No, I think I think this is confusing because this this doesn't tell a whole picture because like Harry grabbed Devontae Graham first week. That was one pickup. That's but true. he's held them all year because he's been that yep. good. Right. So so maybe some of these teams are holding their guys because they're performing, right? And and, and others have a shorter leash and just cut and, and play that game. You know Harry <clears throat> currently has is that a fart? <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not positive. <laughs> He's wafting the fart at the microphone. Uh, Everyone take a little sniff, see if you can hear it or smell it. <laughs> no, I, it. I can definitely smell it, dude. <laughs> Come over here. No, I'll let you know when I, when I, when I smell it. Well, know. I was going to say, so Harry has uh, 70 moves. Yeah. He currently has... Uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine players on his roster nine? from the wire. Nine players on his roster from the wire. I didn't and, think it was that much. Yeah. So he has one, two, three players he drafted on his team. He did text me this week and said he had the worst draft. Like he only has a few yeah. players left on his squad. Because he, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. That is interesting. Anyway, continue. Anyways, I mean, then you got Hee Haw with 40 moves, Pans, 37 moves, Team Genting, 25. Then we're off to Carnish, 11, and Team Chewy with, with four moves. And I think there so. is a correlation at the bottom there. I do. I yeah, have yeah. to. I have to <laughs> yeah, say I would yes. agree. You know what I mean? I like, would agree. Yes, I would agree. You have to be making moves. Like, I was one of the biggest guys to say, hey, you know what? I don't know if we need all of those moves. Yeah. 37 moves, right? I'm towards the bottom, mm -hmm. but I'm still making, like – acquisitions yes. i'm still working i'm still doing things because you you have to admit you can't just say oh i'm not going to pick someone up that'd right. be stupid that'd be that would be ignorant but yeah. at the same time like think about tim genzing where he was to where right. he is now right is there a correlation yeah i think you're right i don't know i don't know i will say if we if we just go based off numbers the top team chris with 97 moves equates to about five and a half pickups a week so you're rocking like I mean there's there's seven available you know so it's like you don't have to be using them all you know to get a lot of, I mean I've, yeah. it's just it's just I don't know what the answer is but I'm just saying it's interesting no, I agree I agree weigh in in the comments once you listen to this let yeah, us know in the group chat thoughts. yeah I agree yeah um do you want to get into some of the trades that happened speaking yeah I mean we this weekend was the trade deadline yeah. and it was I I was I texted you I. I felt like a real life GM. It was blistering. St St Steph and I were out to dinner, and my phone was going off the hook. She's like, "Baby, what's going on?" I'm like, "I'm making moves, making moves, baby, yeah. baby." What do you want? You want some pie? You want? You want? You want? You know? What do you want? Whatever you want, let me do this right now. You know? 
Anyway, so oh, so hey, you know, in honor of the the trade deadline, we've recapped every trade this mm. year. Mm. You want to lead us in that, Josh? Yeah, I'll take the first one. So this was the Hee Haw Chewy trade. First trade of the year. First trade of the year. Uh, and this was Giannis Valanciunas and Boyan Bogdanovic. Say those five times fast. Giannis <laughs> Valanciunas, Boyan Bogdanovic. <laughs> it's not possible. Um, Paul George, for Paul George and Otto Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. So Connor got Otto Porter and Paul George. Yeah. Which we're going to talk about that later on because it's an interesting trade. Because he has none of them. He has right none now. of them doing, yeah. ever. Like he didn't have them now. He didn't have them. I believe Little Bona picked up. I'm Did he? looking here. Yes, he has Otto Porter Jr. on his IR. Okay. Which is rumored to be coming back next week sure. at the latest, right? Sure. Um, it is a Bulls, though. Yes, that is true. Jonas Valanciunas, Boyan Bogdanovich to Team Chewy. Good pickups. Right. It was. I thought he was going to make some moves and make some. Well, here's the thing. Team Chewy won that trade before Connor even traded Paul George or dropped Otto. That's the thing. So it's like, I mean, it sucks with Curry going down, but the the first few weeks he had some good pickups. He won that trade. Like, could have been something special this year, Chewy. He could have been. Could have been. And um, yeah, that was tough. do you want to take your own trade, or do you want me to take your trade? Because I mean, I got like it. three trades in a row okay. here. I've, yeah, I've been wheeling and dealing here. Then you do Four. this one. This one, this one's interesting. So Chris and I, I swapped Tobias Harris and Isaiah Thomas. Rest in peace, Isaiah Thomas. Yeah. Right. For Andrew Wiggins, um, which I think it's pretty neutral at this point. Tobias and Andrew Wiggins have pretty pretty similar stats, um, but Isaiah Thomas obviously is not on a on a team anymore. Um, oh, yeah. So that was a good dump for you, I'll be honest. I didn't see it coming. Like I thought I was like, ooh, for Andrew Wiggins. But Wiggins in Golden State by himself. Yeah, I mean, he put up a a, a dud last game, but I mean the team is so garbage now. Yeah, but he gets so garbage. He gets blocks, he gets steals. He does he, gets he, he does fill up the stat sheet. He, he's, he does. He's a filler. And Tobias is pretty predictable for me, and I was like, yeah. I got too many of those guys on my roster. Yeah. The good players though. Yes. I had a very safe draft, though, so I was like, I, I need some spice in my life. I need some Andrew Wiggins in my life, baby. Oh, my god. Then the, uh, the the trade of the year, I traded Torian Prince, your yeah, highness. Here we go. Torian, your highness, Prince, for Who's Wendell Carter. Who's now on the wire. Who's now <laughs> on the wire. Wendell Carter Jr. Uh, to Harry, which I'll be honest, Wendell Carter isn't a steal by any means. <laughs> I mean... If you want, like, I mean, he's like a 10 and 10 guy, 10 and 8 guy, right? Yep. So I think I won that just from the sense of Harry cut ties and dropped him. But, and Wendell is listed to be coming back next week. I mean, they said he'd be back last week and he hasn't even, I mean, you know, that's what they're saying, though. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah. But that it doesn't was... hurt you right now. You don't need that IR spot. Right. Maybe right. soon. I right. don't know. You know what I mean? But right. I think you won that trade right. because solely, like you're saying, Torian Prince has bounced around other teams. And he's booty. He's booty. Booty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what the fart? <laughs> I had some risotto tonight. I, I love farts. I love I farts. I love laughing over farts, dude. Farts are funny. They're fun. Butts are fun. Butts are fun. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
Um, I'll take the next one here. This is a good one as well. This is Noodle and Edwards yeah. again. Yep. Um, this was Devin Booker and Kevin Huter mm-hmm. for Buddy Heald and Ja Morant. Yes. Which is interesting. Yeah. Because I think we both only have one of those guys on our squad. Uh, he is Booker and Huter. Okay. Well, he's he's about to not have Huter. I don't. I I think. I would imagine. I think. Um. And you had you, you have no. You traded Ja. I traded Ja, okay. um, which is interesting. I, I think I probably lost that trade, um, just because Devin Booker he shoots such efficient numbers and he scores more. But I drafted Devin Booker to shoot threes, and at the time he was not shooting threes. That's the thing. And Buddy Heald, um, he's he's threes. kind of struggling right now, but he shoots those threes. He does shoot threes. So honestly, it was pretty even. If I had to give the edge to anyone, I would give him to Edwards just because Devin Booker is a monster. Now, if he'll play the whole year, I don't know. He's a shutdown candidate, I think, because the Suns suck. Yeah, that's the thing. But each year they suck, and he I continues know, to I know, play. So I know, yeah, I know. That I, I think... Now that I'm looking, now that we're looking at the trade, at yeah. the time I would agree with you, I think it was even. Now that I'm looking at it, I think Harry might have won that trade, especially yeah. thinking of the assists, the steals, the three-pointers that he's putting up right now. Again, the though, rebounds. again, though, you think about it, though. You think about it, and we'll get into this for a later trade. It's not – you're playing for numbers, right? Yeah. So – for yeah, for the position I was in, I I needed threes and and scoring, right? So I was willing to sacrifice some assists for those threes. Mm-hmm. No trade's perfect, but could I have gotten more for him? I don't know. No one else was putting up. That's so, true. anyways, but this weekend though, we had a flurry of trade activity. Don't even flurry get me of trade this. activity, which we'll get into in a little bit. Don't even get me I'll let I'll this. let I'll explain these trades because Josh is going to go into detail about them because he was on the trade committee yeah. reviewing these bad boys. That's true. First off, Noodle and Hee shook hands finally at the stables. We said, "Hey, let's dance." That was nice, and we did. John Morant, Terrence Ross for Paul George, which I'll be honest with you, I cannot believe that I got that. Like when, like, like when he first, I said I was good. Honestly, I was going to trade those two for uh, uh, Devonte Graham to Harry, and maybe someone else. And I was like, I, Graham shoots like eighteen percent, so I'm, I'm like, you know, good player though. Like I needed the assist in the threes, so I'm just like, hey, you know what? I'll see what if anyone else wants those guys. So I, I, I texted you, I texted Connor, and Connor's yeah. like, hey, these are the guys that that's available, and I'm like, whoa. Can you pause really quickly? Yeah, Kobe White is 8 for 12 with 22 points. Now, he's been going off lately. The Bulls are coming yeah. back against... And Jababe, <laughs> I mean, Lobona has him. He picked him up. And he's on that bubble. He's on the bubble. He, he could be that ticket to the playoffs for him. I just hope Thad Young's that ticket for me. I doubt it. <laughs> I um, do too. Anyways. Kobe. Oh! <laughs> Kobe White for three! Are you freaking kidding me right now? The... Oh, my God. Gosh, agent, let's go. Look at this. Yes. Kaboom. Cold-blooded. That's what I'm talking about, baby. Let's go. Anyway, so so yeah, John Morant, Terrence Ross for Paul George. Uh, First game back, Paul George lays a dookie on the court, literally. They had They they call a timeout, and he took his pants down and pooped on center court. 
and John Morant and Terrence Ross had really good good games. So I was feeling pretty good. Uh, and then the last trade, which came close to midnight, not close, but it was the last one that that was accepted before that was the deadline. Close. Draymond Green <laughs> for Karis Levert. Now. These obviously took place in the last stage of our new trade deadline um, or our new trade structure, right? Yes. yes. Which was the first seven weeks open season, any trade was approved automatically. Weeks 8 to 12, a trade committee was installed just to make sure the fairness of the trades. In weeks 13 to 17, which is where we were at, was the trade committee plus the last teams in each division could not trade because they were Mm -hmm. out of the playoffs. And then now we're into the no trade zone. Um, and so there's a ton of activity. I was texting a lot of teams trying to get players. It was exciting. It was fun. It was stressful. It was a very exciting trade deadline. And I was getting a lot of texts as well. And now, that's what you want in a league. Yes. Now take us through it. Obviously, Connor was involved in both trades. Yeah. And he is on the trade committee. Yes. So take us through. So now that bumps him off. And we had said one of you or I would step in. Yes, exactly. And I was involved in one of them, so it just made more sense to you to, to join for both. So yeah. take us through that and what your thoughts were. Airball. <laughs> Bowls, though, baby. Oh, my gosh. All right, so here's what happened. All right, so, yeah, so as we talked about, Connor, Harry, and Chris were elected to the trade committee. Mm-hmm. Um, if you would like to be on the trade committee for next year, we are definitely accepting resumes at the end of this season. We will consider uh, you as owners um, and part of the trade committee. Excuse me. Uh, Andrew and I do not want to be a part of the trade committee because right. we want to include – others in the involvement of it, right? Obviously being co-commissioners, we're doing a lot for the league. Uh, but with this going down, I did agree to step in. It's just an easier transition with this. So here's what happened. Um, I'm looking at the trades and I enact the trade committee. <laughs> Before, wait, first of all, are you, are you an owner? Do you get email notifications for trade activity in the league? Yeah, of course. I do too. So yeah, when course. those emails come through, my heart rate goes boop, like, yeah. whoa, we yes. got a wire, you know? Yep. Not a um, wire. We got a live one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah of course. So um, you, you immediately, your bat signal out, you're like, oh, immediately. Let's go. Yeah, immediately. The league and, needs me. Yep, and okay. everyone's texting about it, so my phone's blowing up. I, I mean, you had to be under a rock to not know this <laughs> stuff was going on. <laughs> but at the same time. It was on Channel 5 News. It, it was, was. Every, everything. It was, man. It was. So the first first trade right that went down was John Morant and Terrence, Terrence Ross for yeah, Paul get, George, right? Get his name right. He's future MVP. Terrence, Terrence Ross. Ross. <laughs> right. So here's what happened, right? So I said... So first of all... Yeah, the, give me it. First of all, w- give us the thoughts on the trade committee, right? It's it's There's a fine line between, hey, like everyone has their own agenda, yeah. right? But the committee was really put in place to make sure that there wasn't any lopsided or unfair trades going on. Yeah, you know, no, exactly. Exactly. If you know, Peen Team, the number one team, is trading with Team Chewy, the twelfth place team. Team, it's like you know, it's kind of bogus. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So continue. No, exactly. And so that's why we put that in this year. And I must say, like Andrew Homie coming up with that Noodle Dogs, um, coming up with that and bringing that to. Me, like that's exactly why we have yeah. him as a co-commissioner. I, I literally had a dream about it. I woke up and I was like, 
what's going on? It's amazing. And then I called you the next day. Yeah, it was amazing. I'm glad you, you brought it up, and I think it's worked. It's magic. Um, so, yes, we have that in place to not allow uh, just kind of lopsided trades. We do mm-hmm. it to kind of um, not allow teams that are out of the playoffs trade with people you know really just kind of be like oh if it's if they're like the nine seed and this is the number one seed and they're like buddies or if they just kind of are in cahoots with their hey i'll give you your 50 dollar buy-in back when i win you know things like that it's kind of like yeah we really have to take all that stuff into consideration for cranjus Mm -hmm. you know for cranjus and keep all of that uh intact and what our league exactly And for our league in the future, you know what I mean? So that's what we really want to do. So here's what I text out. I text Harry and Chris, and I said, it's 7.30 in the morning, okay? <laughs> the next day after the trade deadline. You got we, no sleep. We work fast. Yep, yeah. No. So I said, hey, fellas, welcome to the trade committee. We have two <laughs> trades on the table we need to discuss. I will be getting back to you as soon as possible with more details if needed. Um we should make a decision on both by 3 p.m. Central Time, if possible, <laughs> no later than tonight, pans. I do appreciate that. Yeah. I do appreciate that. You got to take you gotta take it seriously, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, and right away, I think no more than 10 minutes after I text, both guys are, are hot on the pursuit. They're ready to go. Chris is talking about them. Harry's talking about them. He's talking about I'm talking about da, 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 da. We're going back and forth, right? But here's the problem is because we had two trades. We kept going back and forth. Yeah. So I finally kind of had to get control of this. And I said, all right, let's take one trade at a time. Let's talk about Morant and Ross for George. Mm-hmm. I felt like that one we could make a little bit of a decision a little bit sooner. Let's just focus on this one for a second, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So Harry initially says, I'm okay with this. Two playoff teams, so they obviously thought about it. Harry's which, my guy. right? Harry, Harry, Harry is, is very thoughtful. I said yes. I'm a yes as well, Chris. We need your thoughts. Um, Chris said he has no issue already, so that one can go through. And I said, okay, I'll approve it. Okay. <laughs> so we approved it. Chris said he was okay with it. He gave his rationale. We all gave our rationale. Then I text next trade. Draymond for Karis Levert. Yeah. Here's what uh, Winterfell Wait, Stark sent can me. Can you say that again? Yeah. Which the, one? The trade. I'm, I'm having uh, a hard Draymond time. Draymond like... for Karis Levert. <laughs> I still can't believe that. The guy in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So initially, okay, I'll just kind of give you the background of it, right? I, as an owner, I want to text the, I want to text the other owners and be like, give me your thoughts. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not fair that I'm trying to like assume things. So I'm like, tell me why you wanted to make this trade. Because in my mind, sorry, (laughs) because in my mind, I initially am like, well, Draymond hasn't had a good year all year. Well, he's averaging a triple single. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And so that's kind of why I'm like, why do you want him? So Winterfell proudly says green helps me in almost all categories except for points which i can give up some points for gains in other areas now <clears throat> now you didn't text hee and i about our trade because this was like close to being overturned is that is, yeah is that, so i'm so gonna that's get into why, that okay yeah, yeah i'm yeah, gonna yeah. get into that yeah. yeah so um 
which I can give up some points, gain in other areas. Kareen's field goal percentage is bad, but so is Levert's, so I wasn't losing anything there. Furthermore, I can play Green at center, which doesn't make uh, doesn't take up one of my forward spots. Also, I agree. I agreed to it, so it wouldn't be fair to me to back out. The role of the committee is to ensure that trades don't distort the competitiveness of the league. In other words, I'll respect what you guys decide. Wow, Starks. Wow. So he, he I did not says know that, that all went down. Right? So he says that to me. He should be commissioner. He's great. Right? He's a great guy. <laughs> I, I really like Brad a lot. He's a really, really good guy. Um, and that's why I knew he would be perfect as this. Yes. Right? He takes he it seriously. He's perfect. And he's competitive. And so um, Harry initially is like, you know what? Brett is losing. Lavert is starting on a team that's making a playoff run for the rest of the season. His stats are going to be similar to what they've been. Green is trash. He gets rested all the time. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> oh, right. right? I thought said arrested. No, arrested. <laughs> arrested, okay. <laughs> so I'll be honest. Initially, I'm like, this is lopsided. Yeah. Harry is like, this is lopsided. First look, it is. You're right. It is. Um, Brett is a playoff team. It's making him worse. Mm-hmm. So Harry and I were kind of like, this is good for us. Yeah. yeah, yeah you know there what I mean? You go. Like, like, this is good for us in a selfish way. But we both laughed about it and we we're like, that's not what Cranjus would want. That, you're right. And that's an honest conversation that we had. We you're said, right. you know, that's not what Cranjus would want. So I said, well, let's wait for Chris, see what thoughts he has that may help us sway. Yeah. Because at this point, we are a no. Okay. Oh. At this point, we are a no. We haven't heard from Chris yet. Harry and I are both like, it's unanimous right now between us two that this is a no. So then Harry and I decided to reject a trade because we want an open market. We want people to feel like they can trade. Yeah. We don't want to take that away from people. So for us to reject a trade, we wanted to make sure we got three out of the three votes. Okay. We wanted it to be unanimous amongst all of us, right? Sure. We felt like that was the only fair way, especially because we put this in place to ensure trades are continuing. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I thought that was very good by Harry. We continued. Um, and I agreed. And I said, we also need to make sure we have a rationale for the committee. We need to make sure that like, or, or as a committee, we need a rationale. So when we bring this up to other people, we can say, here's why we declined it. Yeah. So Harry and I are going through all of this of like, here's what we're going to say, right? Da, 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 da. Still waiting on Chris. Chris is making his way down pins and needles, right? Finally, Chris is like, I'm going to say no to the green Levert trade. Wow. So you had three out of three. We had three out of you three. You had three out of three. He said, I think the rationale you both said above is valid. Sorry, it's been a super stressful morning, right? Not trying to throw Chris on the bus. He has super stressful morning, I'm sure. Um, but he got back to us and we had three out of three. I haven't told you that before. Okay. Wow. Harry said, I'm on the edge of my seat. Looks like this is a tough one, but that's why we're on the trade committee. <laughs> Because we are trusted members of the Delta and loyal followers of Cranjus. <laughs> he said that. He said that. I want a screenshot of that, and I want to put that in. A, I want to put that in a frame. Wait, wait. We're because we are trusted members of Delta and loyal followers of Cranjus. That's right, baby. That's right. I want. I want someone to read that at my at my funeral. <laughs> he, he was, was a, a trusted, trusted Delta man. League member and a follower <laughs> of Cranjus. <laughs> My kids would be like, I thought he loved Jesus. Cranjus? Cranjus? Was that one of Jesus' names? <laughs> Was that one of his disciples? 
Yeah, it was the 13th. <laughs> Sorry, so man. I'm like, that's right, baby. Okay. So here's what I think is tough for me is that Winterfell Starks offered the trade. Yeah. And it's between two playoff teams. Yeah. It is clearly in the favor of Karis being the better player. Mm-hmm. But I think we need to think about this again. Mm-hmm. I know we have all three no's, but let's think about this again. Yeah, it's Harry pause. initially, yeah, Harry initially comes back and he says, I think the fact that Brett offered it and that they are both playoff teams makes it okay. Because it's not, like we talked about, it's not a team that's out of the playoffs and a team that's right. in the playoffs. Right. These are two teams. Brett offering the trade. There was clearly thought. There were clear things going back and forth. Clear right? intentions there. Clear intentions. Chris comes back into it, and he goes, oh, did I read that wrong? I thought you both were no's. And we're like, he yeah, did. We, that was right. we were. were bo- yeah. yeah, we were. And so... Yeah, if you step away from it, anything can happen. We were firing texts back and forth. He, he okay? did tell me. He did tell me. He's like, "Yeah, I checked my phone. There was thirty-five text messages." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, holy cow! We were firing them. It was literally <laughs> Harry and I just right. Um, so we get we get Chris up to speed, and Harry goes, "Honestly, I'm fifty-fifty. It's a lopsided trade, but the person getting less is the one who proposed it. I'm okay with saying no to. I feel like they would understand where we're coming from." I said, "Yeah, I'm torn. I was a no, but I'm just making sure we confirm it with valid reasons of why we declined. If we do so, yeah. So that's t- the thing. It's like overturning a call, like in like football mm-hmm. or like sports, right? Like the like the call made exactly. has to have valid reason to overturn it. Exactly. If not, then you have to stick with the right? unreasonable yes. doubt. Right? Yes, there you go. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you know, we talk about what uh, what um, Brett says again. Wonderful Starks. We we start proposing a rationale, Harry and I. Okay, to decline. To decline. Oh, this is like one of those ESPN 30 for 30s. Yeah. I'm like, I had no idea. Oh, no, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Everyone was making fun of us. It was I taking thought, so I long. I thought we told each other everything. We, <laughs> we do. <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, we have created a rationale for why we are going to say no to this, but we need the anonymous or unanimous yeah. from Chris to say we are in. Yeah. So I give my final thoughts and rationale, all this different stuff. And at this point, you know what I said? I said, you know what? I'm texting Connor. Wow. And so I said to Connor, I said, Connor, why, why did you okay that trade? And do you he's not an think, idiot. That's why. Well, no, but and <laughs> and do you think that this fair this trade is fair? Okay. He sent me screenshots of him and Brett messaging back and forth. <laughs> so. I thought it might have been screenshots of something else, but yeah. That's, Those that's were fine. earlier. Those <laughs> were earlier. I didn't want to talk on the air about that. There was one that there was like a turd and it looked like Harry's <laughs> son. son. Yeah. That's... He sent me that picture. So it's weird that he's done that yeah. twice now in and that it, toilet. I, yeah, it even was like, oi. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it was live motion, so I held my thumb yeah, to yeah, the yeah, screen yeah. and it did oi. say that. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see if you can hear it real quick. Oh, I'm gonna put my phone up there. <laughs> there, yeah, that's probably that's exactly what it that's was. Crazy. That's crazy. You do crazy. a really good uh, impersonation of it. Yeah. But here's what here's what Connor sends. Okay, so Connor says, "What categories are you trying to improve on? 
Brett says, no categories in particular. I'm looking for a quality player with the ability to slot as a center. So it's a position eligibility question for him. Exactly. Okay. Draymond caught my attention because I don't need his scoring. Who do you want for Draymond? I like a forward or a center. Love, Rocco, Clark, maybe, but probably, maybe smart. Uh, Jabari is too much of a question mark. He says, do you like Dylan Brooks? That's Winterfell Starks. Yeah. My second big man. So it goes on, okay? Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. Do you like Dylan Brooks? Uh, nah, <laughs> lost his strut here. Uh, Karis Levert. Connor I, says that. Uh, no, no, no. He haw. Oh, so wait. Winterfell Stark says Karis Levert. So he haws like no, he no, he doesn't appeal to me anymore. Yeah, and then okay, and then Winterfell Stark says Karis Levert. Connor says I'd bite. So I send that into Such the a trade committee. Thing to say it too. is. So. Brett at the same time texts no, me. No wait. Did Connor give did he give any rationale or did he just send screenshots? He sent that to me and what else did he say? Give me one second and I'll tell you what else he said. Um I think this is like an investigative podcast right now. Like, yeah, like I mean this mystery. is a good one. This is a good one though. Um where is it? Okay. Someone will write a book about this one day. Um he said, I wanted Love or Rocco originally, but his free throw percentage, because of their free throw, or field goal, yeah, free throw percentage, excuse me. He countered with Brooks. I said, no thanks. Uh, he's r- playing really bad lately. And then he offered Karras. His free throw is not what I wanted, uh, but I take it. I take the hit with assists, but he scores more and shoots more. Threes often, da 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 more consistent. Gets 15 plus points. And again, he requested Karis for the Draymond spot. Da, yeah. da, 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 right? right. So he did all that. Okay. Makes sense. Okay. Um, so let me go back to the Harry trade committee. So then at the same time this is going on, yeah. Brett texts me and he says, I'm surprised that this might actually get vetoed. It didn't seem that one sided, but you guys are collect, you guys collectively will figure it out. I think that's faith right there. That's trust. Yeah. So sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. So then I said, I said, I think if they both, oh, both are this way, I'm okay with it. So now I'm switching because I'm kind of like, yeah. Now I got the full details of like Brett's like I'm surprised. Yeah. Connor's like here's the details like. He offered this. He was the one doing this. He was he wanted this. It wasn't something like I did this and then I caught him off guard or tricked him. So then Harry's like, I'm a yes. It's not like we're talking about two game changing guys, like your playoff guys. Chris comes in through all of this. My answer is yes as well. We send it through. Wow. Can you believe it? And that what that wow. was at four thirty, and I asked for three p.m. We had to work a little bit of overtime, an hour and a half of overtime, but we yep. do that for you, Delta. That's right. Wow, what a novel! That was that was quite. I mean, if, if there was more than two trades in there, that would be like an all day thing. You guys would have Holy had to call crap. off work for that. I almost did halfway through. Honestly, though, for you young guns, like you could put this on your resume. I was part of the trade committee in the in the, the, the Delta League. And That's say, true. What's that? You'll say, oh, it's only your favorite 12-team head-to-head category fantasy basketball league. And I will be putting that on my resume. Yeah. Anyways, great job to the trade committee. Josh, thank you for standing in for I them. Appreciate it. I appreciate you guys Harry and did Chris. a great job. That's yes, they did a great job. They did their civil, their, their civil servant. Yes. Um, 
we appreciate that. Thank you guys so much for keeping Delta fun, a fun place to trade. A hundred and a safe place to trade. A hundred percent. So we've talked a, a little bit about um Well, but that deadline was crazy. I had to I, I had deals in place with Jabay. Oh yeah. Connor. We were not far Harry. off. You I and I were texting late. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Bre- I really appreciated Brett's negotiating. Him and I went back and forth for legit a week. <sighs> legit. He was I was, hunting, I was trying man. to get Donovan Mitchell real bad. He was hunting. I almost had him. Oh, my gosh. Kobe White just hit another three. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's literally like... Raging. Boing. Yeah, raging. Boing. 33 points again. Look at that. Six for nine and three. 12 for 19. Who's, he pl- <sighs> who's, uh, who's Jabay playing right now? I don't know, but... Rest, rest in peace to him. Holy cow. Ooh, Winterfell Starks. Shit. Could be knocked out. Those are bubble teams. Um, but <sighs> also, I would just like to say um, that I did purposefully tank that free throw percentage last week. Because Connor, if no one else saw, he was going to get a vasectomy. Yeah, that's a big at deal. At age 25. That's a big deal. Which, and I was telling this, I don't know who I was telling this to, but... Um, he would 100% go through with it. <laughs> there was no doubt in my mind no, that he that would he 100% go through with it. Connor is 0 to 100. Yes. He's like Katy he, Perry. You're hot and you're he, cold. But he's you're always yes hot. And you're yeah. no. He's like he's like the RPMs on your car when you're revving it. Yep. They're through the roof. That's yep. like how he sleeps. That's like his, his RPMs are that high when he sleeps. <laughs> he gets up. <laughs> just nuts. Just nuts. Can you imagine? Um, he's teaching third graders at that level. <laughs> he's matching their level all day. Yes, yes, yes. And he, I mean, he runs, for those that don't know, he runs a Pokemon club, Pokemon Go club on Tuesdays. They catch Pokemon. I think he sent me a snap of him yelling at some kid who wasn't seeing the, the, the theme song. <laughs> hey, Glenn, sing it. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing, but it's crazy. Oh I love that gosh. guy. Love this league. Absolutely. Um, as we, we wind down, though, we got playoffs coming off, coming have. up in less than four weeks. We um, and as as I said earlier, the top eight teams, there could be quite quite a lot of fluctuation between those teams, right? So, I went ahead and looked at the playoff schedule for those last teams, and um, and there are some doozies in there. There are some, you know, um, peen team has got noodle this week. Boone next week cakewalk. Sorry, Boone. Sorry, Boone. Like I love you, but uh, unless you make it hard for him, Boone. Yeah, please, please. You got Team Edwards and Winterfell yeah. Stark. So boom, he's got three out of four matchups that aren't gimmies. And even Boone, he's been he's been putting on this week, putting yeah. on this week because he does not want to be last place. I respect no, that, yeah, Boone. I respect true. that. Um, uh, you got Carnish, Lobona, Tim Gensink, and Hee-Haw. Yeah. That last matchup is going to be the hardest one, I think. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I think I need Carnish, Bona, and Genzing all three wins, and I can guarantee myself yeah. um, at least the top three, I would say. Oh, for sure. Wins, for you know? sure. Yeah, um, for sure. Horses, yeah. Horses come come hot and heavy, um, but I'm, I'm not too worried about that. What's interesting here, though, to, to jump around – there are shades of two years ago for you here, or last year. Yeah. Didn't Hee Haw knock you out of playoff contention last year? That's right. 
And interesting here. Interesting here. By one category. Hee-haw. He doesn't have the cakewalk, that's for sure. He's got Boonville this week, which it's a barn burner. Boone's putting on. Yeah. He's got Edwards, Edwards. Winterfell Starks, and, and then man. you. Could the Canades tables turn this year? Could you him knock him out? out? Oh, knock baby. Him out. Oh, my gosh. Knock him flat on his butt I texted, I texted him last night. I said, so you think you're still going to make the playoffs? You know, after those tra- after the, after the trades he made, and I he, can guarantee I know what he said. His confidence is sky high, <laughs> sky high, shocker. Yeah, sky high, <laughs> shocker. So I mean, we'll see. But that's interesting, though. I love that point that, that you brought yes, up. Yes, that's really interesting. I didn't think about it until you gave me the sheet today. Yeah, um, yeah that is that is going to be interesting <laughs> if he is that six seed. Mike, even fifth, if if if, if you, I mean, if I if you six to him. Seven one um eight and oh um oh my gosh you know that's not hard remember you almost, I almost did it did. and I lost intentionally by the way yes intentionally, intentionally. <laughs> um for you you take on Peen Team yeah Chewy Carnish and Lil Bona so not to be disrespectful but two out of the four should be wins I'm f- I if my squad can get healthy and doesn't mess up I'm feeling pretty good about potentially getting one of those top three picks. Or yeah, slots, yeah, I four would agree for with sure. You. I would know? agree with you. I Interesting, think right there. Um, for Edwards, Edwards will take on Genzink, horses, Peen Team, and Chewy. He has a tough matchup. That's tough. Yeah, I think he has the toughest, but he ends with Chewy. So if he ends and he needs like a couple wins, like if he needs like five, six wins, yeah, seven, I think he can get him that maybe. last week. Yeah, maybe. Um, Winterfell Starks has Bona, Genzink, Horses, and Peen. That's not an easy one either. That's tough. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. That's probably the toughest matchups um, that someone could get uh, out of all this. Uh, Horses see Boonville, Edwards, Starks, and Pans. That's tough as well. Tough. Very tough. Um, Lil Bona will see Starks, Pans, uh, Beat Off Dicks, (laughs) and Noodle. Tough. Holy shit. Very tough. These people have tough yeah. matches coming out, man. Yeah, it's crazy, but isn't it? But it's because our league is so competitive. Yes. That's what's good now. Yes, it's yes, good. yes. And Genzink will see Edwards, Starks, Pans, and beat off dicks. That's so, tough. That's tough, too. Dude, these, you guys are grinding. It's going to be a grinding last yes. four weeks, which is exciting. Very exciting. Um, but hey, if you're still with us listening right now, you're about 50 minutes in. Uh, and you, you're going to get a prize, but That's right, baby. we need your feedback on some stuff because as, as we're ending ending the year, Josh and I are are considering ways of making the league different and better next year. Exactly. Right. So if you're listening and, and you're you're hearing these right now, let us know in the group chat what you think uh, is a good idea and what's not a good idea, and what your thoughts are. If you have other other ideas besides what we have. Um, the big thing that I thought of is opening up the, the playoff race from six to eight. Um, yep. Making it a little bit more competitive and just more fun. I mean, if half the league's not in the playoffs, that's kind of hard for to ask them to stay invested. Agreed. So six to eight seems like an easy thing for us to do. We'll see. Um, other things, though. What what did you uh, – we talked on the phone earlier today. What, what are some things that, that you had? Yeah, so one of the other things that we – uh, thought about is that we would say the order that you finish that's right in the year and at the end of the season the regular season the order that we finish um or do are we saying playoffs as well 
I think the the final standings. The final the, the standings after the yeah. whole year. Yeah. Will be the order that we draft for Smash Bros. the following year. Yes. So not the draft draft, but the dra- the Smash draft. I think we had a lot of good feedback from that this yep. year, and I think we're going to keep doing that. Um, but. We had some issue live streaming it, so we did it from a freaking phone. Yeah, this year we will not do that. No, we will. We will. Be we will make sure it, it's ready to go. Exactly. Um, so yeah, that's interesting. I think that would be fun. I think hey, if you're not in the playoffs, but you want to make sure you get a good character and you get you get in a good seed, you know, like exactly. hey, you can you can go from nine to eight. That's a bet. That's a big deal. Maybe right? it is a big deal. Or eight to seven. You know, no, I I agree with you. Um, another one I thought of, and we talked at at length about this one. Yeah. Uh, oh, excuse me. You're excused. A one-player keeper league. Yes. So not okay. a two-player, just a one-player keeper league. Keeper league meaning uh, from year to year, you're allowed to keep one player one on player your roster. One player from your roster, yep. Um, and obviously there'll be some kind of limitation. So like yes. if I wanted to keep um, Juan Hernan Gomez, sure. you know, because exactly. he's on the rise. If I wanted to keep him... I could, I could only do it for maybe two years. Right? Exactly. So that's what we so were kind of saying. Because you could draft him in two years because I know he'll be really good by then. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So we were kind of thinking about that. So we were thinking about um, having that one-player keeper league. So like, if you have Wine, Juan Hernan Gomez, I can't yep. even say his name. I know. It's um, hard. <laughs> you have him for two years. You have you will be forced to choose a different player that third year. Yeah. So it kind of keeps it interesting, and you kind of have to plan. But you can't just say – Oh, I'm gonna have Giannis until he dies, right? Like, yeah, that's not really fair. Um, so then it, we'd we'd go from draft day. We wouldn't pick 13 players. We'd pick 12. Exactly. And you would keep one player from your roster, which exactly. is interesting because, say you you say I I keep uh, uh, Vucevic. Yeah. Right. Um, and we go through the whole draft order, and I get like first round, like first overall pick. I could get Vuce, and then first dibs. Obviously, like. Maybe the top guys will be taken, but still, yeah. like, that's big. That's enticing, right there. That is enticing. That could be really fun. It could be really fun. It could be fun. Now, if any, if everyone is is in on it, I don't really know, but yeah, I, we definitely need your feedback on that one. Yeah, we do. Um, another part of that that I thought about, if you're like, oh, I don't really want people to to keep their like best players. If the best players should be drafted every year, right? So one of the things I thought about. Um, with Andrew was to kind of make trading more enticing, if you will. Yeah, I mean, how can I mean, how is it not enticing enough? Right. I'm looking at my jobs every week. Right. Not anymore though, because it's the deadline. So with the keeper league, we get to keep one player. Let's just say this is this is maybe an idea. Okay, it doesn't have to happen. It's an idea. Yeah. A keeper must be drafted in the fifth round or later. Okay. If acquired in a trade. So that means if you trade for someone and they were acquired in the fifth round or later, you can so keep So originally them. drafted. If they uh, were originally drafted. If they were originally drafted in the fifth round or later and you okay. acquire them in a trade, they I, can be qualified as okay. a keeper. Okay. But if your keeper, if you want to have someone as a keeper that you didn't trade for. Mm-hmm. They must be drafted in the eighth round or later okay. to be considered eligible as a keeper. So therefore, right, it entices trading. Yeah. It also is interesting because then guys like Giannis, 
LeBron. Still available. Right? AD yeah. are still available. So Steph Curry, those guys, it's still kind of fun to see where those land. Yeah, for sure. But you kind of have a strategy about like, maybe this is a young guy that's going to flourish. Yeah. Or maybe this guy is going to get traded in the offseason. Or maybe this guy was injured. Yeah. Right? Because like right. I think about it right now, like guys like John Wall are sitting on the waiver wire. Right. And you, We're you, undrafted. Said Clay, you said Clay, Clay Thompson, Thompson, too. Right? Yeah. You pick them up, put them in your IR, and you say, hey, this is the guy I'm going to keep. For next year. Yeah. Holy cow. Right? I like that because my one buddy is in a, a football league that does keepers, and they have the same teams every year. Mm-hmm. Right? I like that because someone like Chewy, injuries rattled him this year, right? Yep. Like, or maybe yep. not injuries. He only had one injury. Inactivity rattled him this year, In- but like, but like Boone though, injuries really messed him up. Yes, he could be like, okay, I may not win this year, but how can I make myself better for next exactly. year to make myself unstoppable? Exactly. He could have made trades. He could have done this or that. Pick a, pick a, a guy up. You know, like that could be two. Well, not two, but like still, he could be setting himself up for a good year too. No, exactly. Or like next You're year. Right. You're right. Which I like that. Yeah. It's a long game. I, I think like that, that. I think that's an interesting one. We'll definitely want to hear your thoughts um, about that. Here's uh, a third one that I was thinking about. Uh, this is an interesting one. I have one too, first, before you say that. Oh, yeah, that. yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. So increase the league buy in to $1,000. Holy shit. <laughs> I'm just joking. If my wife is listening, I was just joking. I was joking. She probably had a heart attack. Like, only, you know. I think I just farted again <laughs> because of that. I'm puckering. <laughs> um, no, but so the other one I was saying is it's, it would be called like side bets. So each matchup you have throughout the season. Okay. You would agree with that player. So for, or you would agree with that team. Um, on a range from a dollar to three dollars. Okay. That you both agree to wager for that matchup. So, for example, if you and I, Noodle versus Pans, were in a matchup, yeah, we would text each other and be or message each other and just say, "Hey, what do you want to wager?" Mm-hmm. And you would say three dollars, and I'd be like, "No, I only want to wager a dollar." And you'd be like, "All right, let's go two then, right?" Okay. We'd find a, we'd find a common ground and we'd say two. Okay. Hey, $2 is on the line. Yeah. So if you win the matchup, 5-3, you wouldn't say 8-0, That's, a, that's 7, a McChicken one, right there. Right? You get $3 from me. I send you $3. Three U.S. dollars. Three U.S. dollars. Because here's the thing. Think about it, though. Think about it, though. If you're, pay- if you're paying in the league 50 bucks already, yeah. and there's 21 weeks in the year, and your average bet is two dollars. That's an additional forty-two bucks for your addition out. Potentially, if you're not winning, so that's now what you I'm could saying. win. You're right. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying is like, guys, guys that are inactive, guys that aren't trading, guys that aren't really doing anything to make their team better. If they are at the bottom, the reason why I offered this up again, this is not stuff we're doing. This is stuff we're just yeah, kind of proposing. The box. Right? We're absolutely, proposing. absolutely. The reason why I'm saying this, and and I know. People are either going to love it or they're hating it. But I'm saying this might cause people to think, holy cow, I got to win because I can't afford that. I can't afford to keep losing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It, it gives you that opportunity. I got to win. I got to tie. I got to do whatever it takes okay. to, to, yeah. to win next matchup or holy crap. You yeah. know what I mean? Now, an interesting take to keep it to keep it contained to the game, yep. right, to, yep. to contain to the platform is uh, – I've been in leagues before where teams have where teams are allotted like a hundred bucks for the whole year, and that's what you that's how you claim players. Uh, okay. So players are awarded to the highest bidder yeah. instead of waiver order, right? Mm-hmm. So if 
you know, if uh, Fred Van Fleet, I don't know how he would end up on the waivers. It would not happen in our league for no, sure. Yeah. But if he was on the waiver, so okay, no, so like 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 teams would bid on on players. So like if I wanted Fred Van Fleet, I'm going to put twenty bucks down out of my hundred. And if you put twenty one, yeah. you would get him, and I wouldn't. Yeah. But you don't know what others are 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 bidding, right? So your bid could be low compared to others if, if, some, if someone really wants them, right? Yeah. But now, what if teams start with, with with like fifty bucks for the year, or like twenty bucks for the year, and every time they win a matchup, they're allotted more money. Hmm. I don't know. That would be interesting. I don't know how we would do that though, because I don't think ESPN could do that. But that's interesting. But though. we could control it somehow, right? I don't. I don't know. No, actually, you're right we, because we, we'd have to be like Connor. You have sixty bucks, and you, and, or you have like sixteen bucks, and, and then for like, they'd and have to put like, their claims in with us. And what if we're trying to make a claim? Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, yeah. But it's a, it's a unique idea, though. That would be really cool. Maybe Good we job, could Andrew. like, maybe we could like email that to ESPN. or make our own. Oh, that would man, be a heck man. of a that platform, and then we get people to come over, switch yeah. over to our platform. Yes, you could customize. Because honestly, you ESPN want. is an awful platform. Just, Their rankings are garbage. There's no one, no one has a good platform nowadays. I know. Though. Everyone, everyone's on Yahoo, but I hate their mobile. Yeah, app. I don't like that either. I hate it, no, and I'm, I guarantee that's how we all check our scores and check that kind of stuff. All right. Do you have uh, any any last minute additions or or um, things to consider for next my, year? My last one is, and this is maybe a little bit of a long shot, is that we add a second league to our league. So it would be considered a second division. So I know second we have division. two divisions already. Okay. But so we would have a it, it would a premier league and a secondary league, right, or a secondary division. Okay. Right. We could call whatever, right? Cranjus two, or whatever we sure. want to call, it, right? And the top 12 teams, so all the people that are in the league right now, right, let's just say the bottom two teams um, who are Chewy and uh, Cheek Spreaders, those two would be dropped down to the second division. Okay. And the top two teams from that second division would be moved up into the Premier League of Cranjus. I think it would be fascinating because we don't want to kick people out of the league. We want to continue adding people, have people enjoying this. We have had a lot of inquiry around around the Delta League. And this is a way where people have to – they enter the league. They have the same thing that, you know, the whole experience, all this different stuff. We get to invite more friends, more people. Mm -hmm. Right? We got guys going to college. Maybe they have college friends that want to join in because they're like, dude, Delta's sick. Right? Yeah. I – I don't know how we fully do it. I just I have this in my brain, and if anyone else has like ideas towards this, like let's talk because let's I just talk, think it would baby. be so cool to have. You know, think about we have twenty four guys, yeah, that are in a league. So these twelve are in the second league, and they're competing for the same amount of money. They're competing, but they're also competing for that upper division. Yeah, and so you move up, and then you got that competitive league, and then you you know it's a competitive league down sure. here, but it's not as competitive, right? right. So it, it, I don't now, know. Now here's it's the questions that I now all yeah. now these are just these are just mm-hmm. these are just ideas, right? Yeah. Like like they're not fleshed out or anything. So my question would be: If there's two leagues, twelve teams in each league, are there twenty four owners drafting from the same pool? So, or yeah. is there two drafts that happen? I think and it's two, two separate drafts, leagues completely. Two separate leagues completely, and we just like have to keep monitoring and, and exactly. that kind of stuff. Exactly, that's interesting, right? 
but it makes us bigger, bigger and better. And I think more money, more, more money, pot. more power. I mean, pot. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I think the biggest thing is, um, with all of this, I think we, what we could do is if you're in the championship league, like if you're in the top league, like the winnings are bigger. Right. Right. The You'd have to find bigger. some way to some differentiate way to, the, to, yes, exactly. yeah. Or like the premier team gets t-shirts they get the trophy <laughs> well they get like they get the trophy for Krantis, or like custom right? lube custom lube something like from that lube life, or lube life. Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah but something like that yeah um i think that's a, i think that's an interesting idea it's i don't know how it's gonna work but i think it would be fascinating i love we'd love to hear your thoughts delta league um let us know on the group chat if you've been listening you're one of the very few special ones that we love exactly um, so I kind of want to just end um, yeah. on one thing here, and we talked about this for a little bit. Yeah. So, um, Kobe Bryant. Yes. R.I.P. in peace. Rest right? in peace. Um, it's tragic, and I know for some of you, you're like, dude, this has been beaten down. For some of you, I still miss him. Oh my god, I can't believe right? it's, I can't believe it's, I, it's I real. I still can't believe it's real. Can't believe it. Um, wherever you fall on that spectrum. Um, we're going to talk about it from a fantasy perspective, just briefly. Because right? we're a fantasy podcast, yep, and we're usually all jokes. But he was a—I mean, he was greatest, mm. one of the greatest of all time yeah, to ever do no it. Doubt, you no know? doubt, no doubt. Um, so here's the thing. So I looked up some stats. I have some stats yes. in front of me uh, that I want to share with you guys. In eight category leagues, total production, Kobe Bryant was a top 10 player 10 times throughout his career, including a pair of number one overall finishes in 2002 and 2003 through 2003, excuse me, and 2006 through 2007. Wow. He logged four additional top 20 seasons in fantasy. And Bryant finished in the top 25 in 15 consecutive years mm. from 1998 through 2013. 15 years. Think about it. our roster now. Who For 15 years, who's been doing it that well? I, LeBron. You can't, LeBron. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's true. That's about yes. it. Yes, yeah. And Dwayne no before he retired well, yeah, probably right. last year. But, but that's still, it. Still, wow. I don't think there's anybody else. Uh, yeah, agreed. During that span... It says Kobe Bryant never missed more than 17 games in a season. Oh my gosh, load management was And not he a thing. played all 82 games four times during oh. that span. That's like a fantasy owner's like wet dream right there. Think about when you traded for games. Paul George. Oh my gosh. Right? <laughs> Ugh. So no steroid suspensions for him. <laughs> unreal. Right? So I want to talk a little bit about his um, minutes per game, his averages, all that different stuff, right? In 2005, 2006, okay, we're going to talk about that season. Yeah. He averaged 41 minutes a game. Out of 42? Yeah. <laughs> Wait. No, 48. It's 48, 48 minutes. I'm sorry. Yeah, minutes. Sorry, sorry, guys. Nope. I do uh, watch basketball. <laughs> I do watch basketball. Uh, he averaged 35.4 points a game. He averaged points. he averaged two point two five threes a game. He shot thirty five percent behind the arc for the entire season. Five point three rebounds, four point five assists. He had two steals a game. He was a he, 30, 35, five, four, and two guy. Yeah, and he shot forty five percent from the floor. Forty five percent. And he Holy shot. Holy cow! Yeah, and he shot free throws at eighty five percent clip. 
the next season, he averaged 31 points. He averaged uh, 1.8 threes a game, about the same from three point five point seven rebounds, 5.4 assists, 1.4 steals, and uh, almost 0.5 blocks, and he shot 46% from the floor. The, the man... Monster. Is a monster, exactly. Yeah. The, it's the craziest thing. I can't believe it. Like honestly, I I'm I'm baffled. I am appalled that this is this is he's gone. Honestly. It's crazy, I know. It is. Um but I thought that this would be the perfect way to end with giving him a little bit of a shout out as a fantasy owner. I wish I could still draft him. Yeah, oh, 100%. <laughs> you know? Yes. 100%. Absolutely. So. Absolutely, guys. Thanks for listening to us. Absolutely. It's good to be back. We'll see if we can get back on before the playoffs or during the playoffs. We'll see, people. We love you. Drive home safely. Beep, beep. (laughs)